At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. I'm part of our area on leave and facing a sexual misconduct allegation. I'm Scott Gelman. A Maryland cold case involving a 16-year-old girl solved 50 years later. I'm Melissa Howell. How climate change is impacting the tidal basin and the cherry trees and what's being done about it. On the Tidal Basin, I'm John Doman. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Steel. I'm Stacey Lynn in Washington. Thousands of California residents are being told to get out after a new atmospheric river brought heavy rain and devastating flooding. KCAL-TV's Michelle Gili reports from Orange County. Massive sheets of plastic were placed along the bluff in a Newport Beach neighborhood to cover the landslide as the storm rolled in. The next step, officials say, is to drill into the street to try and pull water from the damaged hillside. And there are two flood-related deaths already confirmed confirmed in the state. It's the biggest bank failure since 2008. CBS's Bradley Blackburn tells us Silicon Valley Bank is no more. The country's 16th largest bank with more than $200 billion in assets was shut down by regulators yesterday due to inadequate liquidity and insolvency. Three women in Texas are being sued for helping another woman get abortion pills. Sansara Taylor is the co-founder of RiseUpForAbortionRights.org. It's always been just a matter of time. Their intention is to take this right away from women in all circumstances. It's the first lawsuit of its kind since the overturning of Roe v. Wade. Cyclone Freddy is threatening Mozambique again. The BBC's Shingai Nioka on the deadly storm which formed 33 days ago. About a thousand people in Mozambique have had to be evacuated. Buildings have been damaged and about 68,000 children are out of school because the classes have been destroyed. Well, today's the third anniversary of the day COVID was declared a global pandemic. The BBC's Gareth Barlow tells us 200 prominent world figures have written an open letter demanding more equal access to vaccines around the world. The signatories who include the former UN Secretary General Ban Ki-moon and former New Zealand Prime Minister Helen Clark criticise the difficulty experienced by low- and middle-income countries in acquiring COVID vaccines in the early stages of the global rollout. And we are still talking about where COVID came from, media analyst Joshua Cho. If you actually read the peer-reviewed scientific literature, they are very firm that the most likely origin for COVID-19 is an animal. But what shows up in the scientific literature is not necessarily what shows up in media headlines. And that creates a very skewed perception among the general public. To date, there have been nearly half a billion COVID infections worldwide. And the Academy Awards are tomorrow, and after the Oscars are handed out, the celebs will rip off their spanks and feast. Wolfgang Puck is once again in charge of the menu. This year, part of it is a tour of British food in mini form, like mini fish and chips served in a cone, little chicken pies with black truffle, and a tiny trifle for dessert. This is CBS News. Nobody should have to pay for one-size-fits-all insurance coverage. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Liberty Mutual Insurance. 
803 on a Saturday morning. It's March 11th, 40 degrees in our nation's capital. Temperatures reaching the high 40s today. Thanks for joining us. Good morning. I'm Dan Ronan here on WTOP. The top local stories we're following this hour. A second staff member has been placed on leave after a troubling incident at Dunbar High School in northwest D.C. The unidentified staff member is on leave after an alleged incident of sexual misconduct toward a student. That's according to a letter Dunbar Principal Nadine Smith sent to families earlier this week. Smith calls the allegation distressing and says she alerted D.C. police and the D.C. Child and Family Services Agency about the incident. In a statement, D.C. Public Schools tells WTOP they don't comment on personnel matters but did refer the case to police. Smith says the school is committed to creating a safe and nurturing learning environment for students. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. A Maryland cold case involving the death of a teenage girl back in the 1970s has been solved. 16-year-old Pamela Lynn Conyers went missing back in 1970 in Anne Arundel County. Days after her family reported her missing, her body was found not far from her vehicle. Officials say she was strangled to death. More than 50 years later, advances in technology have helped police identify Forrest Clyde Williams III as a suspect. Williams was 21 years old at the time of the crime and has since died. Police say if he were alive, he would have been charged with the murder. Anyone with additional information about the case should reach out to Anne Arundel County Police. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. An Alexandria man gets more than 11 years in prison for his role in a conspiracy to deliberate to distribute thousands of counterfeit-pressed pills containing fentanyl in Northern Virginia. According to court documents, the 25-year-old man, Alpha Amin Kamara, engaged in a conspiracy to distribute thousands of fentanyl pills in May and June of last year. At the time of arrest, he led police on a chase at speeds of more than 140 miles per hour on Interstate 95. The resulting crash also led to the discovery of 18,000 fentanyl pills in the back of his stolen vehicle. The cherry blossoms seem to be moving towards the peak bloom earlier than usual again this year, thanks to the mild winter that we've seen these last several months. But that's not the only thing that's changing and impacting the climate of those trees. The waters of the tidal basin have been steadily climbing up the seawalls. A couple places, high tide every day, twice a day, it spills over. Some of the cherry trees get inundated by the waters and some have even had to be removed. Of course, the seawall around the tidal basin in West Potomac Park is also sinking and has been almost from the very beginning. So we're in the early stages of a project to replace the seawalls, about $120 million project. Mike Litterist is a spokesman for the National Park Service. The intention is to shore up the areas uh, of the, the seawall that are sinking on the tidal basin, anchor them to bedrock so that, uh, you know, we, we don't continue to, to have this problem. John Dome in WTOP News. Okay, it's that weekend again. Don't forget to move your clocks ahead one hour Sunday morning, 2 a.m. for daylight saving time. Legislation before Congress would end that practice once and for all, but it's just run out of time this weekend. WTOP's Mitchell Miller has more on Capitol Hill. The proposal is called the Sunshine Protection Act, and it has the backing of a senator from the Sunshine State, Florida Republican Marco Rubio. He's been pushing for an end to daylight saving time for years. Let's just lock the clock once and for all and put all this stupidity behind us. Rubio even managed to get the Senate to approve his legislation 
legislation last year, causing surprise among lawmakers that the bill got through. But it ultimately stalled in the House. And while he introduced it again this year with bipartisan support, it didn't see the light of day on the Senate floor. So whatever your thoughts about daylight saving time, get ready to spring forward on Sunday morning. On Capitol Hill, Mitchell Miller, WTOP News. Two weeks after Maryland Governor Wes Moore selected Lieutenant Colonel Roland Butler to lead the Maryland State Police, some lawmakers are pushing back against Butler's nomination. But the governor says he'll stand by his pick. Maryland Matters is reporting that some lawmakers in Annapolis are indicating they have problems with Butler and complaints they've received from state troopers who worked with Butler concerning how he interacted with other black officers. Butler is African-American. We'll follow that story as well. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Coming up on WTOP after traffic and weather, another government indicates it has serious concerns about the social media platform TikTok. We'll get details. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Let's go to Mary in the WTOP Traffic Center. All righty, Dan. Happy Saturday. Happy Saturday to you. Thank you, sir. We're going straight into Maryland. And what we tell you is what could take you by surprise in one note. 50 on the Chesapeake Bay Bridge. First, we'll start that 50 is running just about at speed in both directions between the Beltway across the bay through Queenstown. But if you are westbound currently, you're going to find the right lane is closed. That means the single lane getting by currently westbound. They have the right, uh, the left lane closed. That's preparation for two-way travel. But just what, saw a truck go across. So I take that back westbound. Right lane is closed, and the report is debris in the roadway. Again, no big delays. Could take you by surprise. The other note on the Maryland side by surprise is a huge running race that's taking place in the heart of Annapolis. It'll have rolling closures from Route 2 Arnold on to 450 at the Naval Academy Bridge and through the heart of Annapolis, beginning and ending at the Naval Marine Corps Stadium. Again, it's the Annapolis Running Festival, and it'll be staggered events all morning long. So unless you're part of said event, maybe somewhere you want to keep away from, Aris T. Allen would be unaffected, and 50 should see no big troubles in both directions there. 95 in Maryland, Beltway to Beltway, said to be open, but we're beginning to see a northbound slowdown near 198. That is where our work is scheduled. Can't see anything yet in camera. Nothing on I-270. That's running well. Route 32 north before Rosemary Lane. Stay left to get by the wreck in Virginia. We have a parade getting ready to kick off in the heart of Manassas, closing Center Street. Watch for police direction. Looking for a safe-used car? Fitzgerald Auto Mall has hundreds of good cars, trucks, SUVs, and next to a new car, a Fitzway used car's best. Visit Fitzmall.com today, Mary DePompa, WTOP Traffic. Thanks, Mary. Let's go live to Storm Team 4 meteorologist Clay Anderson. Going to be a little windy today. Dan, you absolutely said it. Winds are going to be gusting 20 to 35 miles per hour. Stronger wind gusts out to our north and west. Temperatures today will be well below our average of 53. They'll top out at about the mid to upper 40s. Right now we have temperatures in the 30s. Wind chills in the 20s across many areas. Clearing skies for tonight. Tomorrow clouds roll in. Rain not far behind. It will be a rainy Sunday afternoon and evening. Rain will be ending on Monday with gradual clearing. As I said, temperature rate in National 38 degrees, wind chill 27 degrees. Thank you, Clay. The weather brought to you by Long Fence. Save 20% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today to schedule your free in home estimate. Money news on WTOP at 10 and 40 past the hour. Let's check in with Jeff Claybaugh. 
Friday losses capped a losing week for Wall Street. The Dow and the S&P 500 index lost 4.5% this week. The Nasdaq down 4.8%. The markets will watch next week's inflation reports closely. Updates to inflation at both the wholesale and retail level in February. Also next week, February new home construction and home builder confidence, retail sales, and hourly earnings. Jeff Clayball. WTOP News. Coming up on WTOP, we'll break down those disappointing numbers on Wall Street with Paul Brandis. He's a columnist with Dow Jones Market Watch. WTOP News Time is 8-11. I'm Steve Cohn, head of communications at Capital Caring Health. Thanks to the recent announcement by former President Jimmy Carter of enrolling in hospice, we hope you and all Americans learn about the immense value of hospice care for up to six months wherever a person resides. Most families wait far too long to enroll a terminally ill loved one in the hospice care. On average, just two weeks, which is too short and tragic. And hospice is free, covered by Medicare, private insurance, or by us for the uninsured. At Capital Caring Health, we're focused on helping patients live life to the fullest for months, not a few days. Even accessing the hospice benefit for two months means patients live better and longer with more memorable moments with family and close friends. What Jimmy Carter decided, every family should. Yes to hospice. No to hospitalizations, often resulting in dying alone in an ICU. To learn more, go to capitalcaring.org slash too short. Hospice is about a better life, not just the end of life. 812 on a Saturday morning. Are you or someone in your life struggling to find meaningful work because of a disability? For 60 years, Melwood has been championing employment for people with disabilities with an emphasis on empowerment and inclusion. Before Melwood, Melissa was rejected by employers who wouldn't even consider her resume due to her disability. She was forced to take short-term work that failed to provide her with the benefits, growth, and longevity that she craved. When Melissa connected with Melwood, her skills, interests, and positive team energy were immediately seen and valued. At Melwood, we have positions available across the DMV at federal agencies that can serve as a starting or transition point in your career. We offer competitive pay and benefits and an inclusive environment for people with and without disabilities. Open positions include administrative assistants, landscaping and groundskeepers, and custodial workers, among others. Visit melwood.org forward slash jobs to learn more about Melwood's employment services and how we can work together to find the right fit for you. That's M-E-L-W-O-O-D dot org forward slash jobs. Dale, who are you? I'm you. I'm future Dale. Navy Federal Credit Union sent me. Listen, your future depends on something important, like saving the world? No, I said your future, not the future. You need to start saving with Navy Federal so you can buy your dream house. With savings resources, no monthly fees, and accounts for your every need, you can plan for your future at NavyFederal.org. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Open to the armed forces, the DOD veterans, and their families. Insured by NCUA and Equal Housing Lender. This is WTOP News. 8-14 now on WTOP. It's been a tough week on Wall Street and the collapse of a prominent bank. They're raising concerns of economic trouble. Joining us to discuss this, Paul Brandis. He's a columnist with Dow Jones Market Watch, the author of numerous books, and the Washington Bureau Chief of Evergreen Podcasting. Paul, a lot of discussion about this Silicon Bank in California. Why did it fail? Well, this is the second biggest bank failure in U.S. history, a major player in the hard-hit technology industry. What's happening here is something that's actually affecting millions of individuals as well, and that is interest rates have risen sharply, as everybody knows, in recent months uh, in financial markets. 
falling sometimes sharply. Last year was the worst year for bonds in decades. In fact, just a terrible year. And when people need uh, cash, either businesses or individuals, they're often forced to sell into a down market. So with this particular bank, there was a classic run on the bank. People went, tried to get their money out. And when that happens, a bank has to sell its assets into a down market. So that's why it collapsed. Paul, whenever I hear the term bank failure, I'm reminded of that scene in the movie It's a Wonderful Life with Jimmy Stewart <laughs> with his $6,000 handing out $20 to the grocer and the shoe, uh, the, the, the shoe cobbler. Is this an isolated problem? Well, it was so bad yesterday that uh, the Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen had to be uh, trotted out to uh, tell the markets that uh, everything is okay. But there are cracks with other banks. I think the Jimmy Stewart situation is interesting. Individuals are okay because of things that were FDIC. Put in place in the 19th. FDIC. So individuals are okay. There are larger problems that are starting to appear again as interest rates go up. You know, people have been used to these low rates really since 2008, but uh, that era is over. We've got to adjust to these higher rates. A lot of people, a lot of institutions, as we saw with the Silicon Valley Bank, are having trouble making that adjustment. Real quickly, what do you make of the jobs report yesterday? 310,000 jobs. Well, solid. Uh, the unemployment rate rose. That can happen when more people enter the labor market, and that is what's happening. Women in particular, this is good news, women in droves often sidelined during the pandemic. Of course, they are now returning to work in major numbers. So many people now returning to work that it's putting downward pressure on wage gains, though that, of course, could help cool inflation. Paul Brandis, a columnist with Dow Jones Market Watch, the author of numerous books and the Washington Bureau Chief of Evergreen Podcasting. We'll talk with you again next week. Belgium's prime minister says TikTok is being banned from government phones over worries about cybersecurity, privacy and information. The Chinese-owned video sharing app will be temporarily prohibited from devices owned or paid for by the federal government for at least half a year. TikTok says it's disappointed by this move and they say it's based on misinformation. Belgium's leader says state agencies were warned that the app could harvest user data and tweak algorithms to manipulate its newsfeed and content. Beijing, of course, is denying that report. A quick look at the top stories we're following on WTOP. Legislation that would remove the statute of limitations on child sex abuse cases in Maryland has cleared a key committee in the state Senate. The Maryland Catholic Conference, which represents three dioceses, excuse me for saying that wrong, says the bill is unconstitutional. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen convened, as you heard, an unscheduled meeting of financial regulators to discuss the implosion of the Silicon Valley Bank. It's a major lender, and it is hurting the tech sector. Stay with WTOP. Keep it here for the details in the minutes ahead. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Let's go to Mary in the WTOP Traffic Center. All righty. Thanks, Dan. And we'll go straight to the Beltway. It has been running at speed, so this is definitely a cautionary tale. If you're traveling the Beltway in Alexandria to our south, in both directions in your local lanes, unclear which way they're running, but they're going for debris that was spilled in the local lanes near Telegraph Road exit 176. So both sides, watch for flashing lights, and whatever it is would be in the center lane, so caution there. Again, Beltway at speed, 
both in Virginia and in Maryland. If we check inside of the Beltway, the only note we have is DC 295. We had our work crew, no updates in a while, but they're doing the corridor work from listeners. And if you were northbound passing Benning Road, you would stay to the left to get by. We'll move into Maryland where big roads here are doing okay. 50 at the Bay Bridge. They cleared any debris that was westbound, so we're back to three lanes going in the west, two lanes to the east so far without issue from Queenstown all the way to the Beltway and back. The big story in Maryland, a running festival that's taking place this morning in the heart of Annapolis where we're going to see rolling closures from Route 2 Arnold all the way through 450, the Naval Academy Bridge in the heart of Annapolis. Roadways will have rolling closures with police direction. The events beginning and ending at the Naval Marine Corps Stadium. Airs T. Allen to the south of Annapolis, uh, the bigger roads, that should be unaffected. Keep that in mind as a workaround. Into Virginia we go. Same big roads were doing okay but in the heart of Manassas, Center Street was closing between Grant and Church, and that was due to the St. Patrick's Day Parade. Silver Diners ready to play ball after 33 years. Silver Diners now in D.C. across from Nats Park. Silver Diner brings a healthy classic menu option to the Navy Yard neighborhood. Eat well, do well. Mary DePump and WTOP Traffic. Thanks, Mary. Let's check in with Storm Team 4 meteorologist Clay Anderson. For the weekend, we will feel more like March with winds blowing from the northwest and temperatures below average once again. But sunshine today. Temperatures will only be in the mid to upper 40s. Northwesterly winds, 20, 30 mile per hour gust could reach 40 miles per hour in the northern western suburbs. Fair skies tonight. Temperatures fall at freezing for your Sunday. Rain moves in in the afternoon, continuing for the Monday commute. Then we'll gradually clear out Monday afternoon with sunshine. Storm Team 4 meteorologist, Clay Anderson. We're trying to get to 40, 38 right now at Fort Belvoir, 39 foggy bottom, 39 degrees in Silver Spring. The weather brought to you by New Look Home Design. Right now, save 50% on all roofing materials and labor. That's New Look Home Design. Coming up on WTOP, a new exhibit opening at the National Zoo on Monday. We'll get a report. It's 821. The following is a paid commercial message. This is Bishop Michael Burbage of the Catholic Diocese of Arlington. In conversations in the media, perhaps even in our own homes, we find ourselves focusing on the negative rather than the positive and highlighting things being done wrong, not right. We tend to target the deficiencies of others, choosing complaint and criticism over compliment and courtesy. But Jesus teaches us not to use our energy focusing on the faults of others. Instead, we must acknowledge our own weaknesses, which could require a change in our lives. This process of looking inward with humility should be at the center of our Lenten journey as we recognize our need for the mercy, grace, and forgiveness of God. May we ask our Lord to develop our instinct to see the good in others and strive daily to grow in holiness. 822. Put a little spring in your step with great savings rates from Andrews Federal Credit Union. From now through March 31st, you'll earn 3.75% APY on your savings when you open our three-month Spring Forward Share Certificate. Start with as little as $1,000 and watch it grow. Open your new share certificate at Andrews Federal and spring forward towards your savings goals. Get started now at andrewsfcu.org. Andrews Federal Credit Union, federally insured by NCUA, APY equals annual percentage yield. For eligibility and membership requirements, visit andrewsfcu.org.
Are you familiar with any full-service digital agencies that can help me with my marketing needs? What exactly are you looking for? Well, for one, my website is out of date. It needs a total revamp. I'm struggling getting credible leads, and it's hard getting in touch with our web provider. There's just a lack of communication on their end. If you're in need of a change, visit Ironistic.com. Ironistic is a full-service digital agency built on trust. Ironistic excels in customer service, communication, and implement strategies that bring results. Write it down. Ironistic.com. This is WTOP News. 823. Billions of birds have disappeared over the last many years. That's why one biologist says the National's new, National Zoo's new birdhouse, which opens on Monday, is so vitally important. When I see the birdhouse, I'm super optimistic. Migratory bird ecologist Brian Evans says a visit to the National Zoo's renovated birdhouse is about more than appreciating the beauty of birds. Information on how you can make a difference on supporting bird populations is included. Conserving birds isn't something that has to happen far off. There are actions we can take, like putting our cat inside, that are really going to impact the health of bird populations. The birdhouse opens to the Public for the first time in six years starting Monday. Timed passes are required. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. A mother in Montgomery County says that her transgender child is being bullied and that she says school administrators are doing nothing to stop it. Christina Sulinza tells our news partner NBC4 that the bullying started when her 12-year-old son began to transition in October. She says since then, Silver Creek Middle School administrators have not helped the child or let other parents know what's going on. If the parents don't know that it's going on and the school keeps sweeping it under the rug, denying that it happened or saying without, you know, actual witnesses, they won't address it. The mom says she's asking for a town hall to directly address the problem. Montgomery County Public Schools says they will investigate all hate and bias incidents according to the county's code of conduct. A bill addressing child marriage in West Virginia has passed the state Senate there. It easily passed after a change was made to prohibit anyone younger than 16 from getting married. It now goes to the State House of Delegates, which previously passed its own version. The legislative session ends today. Currently, children can marry as young as 16 in West Virginia with parental consent, and anyone younger can get married so long as they have a judge's waiver. The state Senate bill would remove that possibility of anyone younger than 16 marrying. 16 and 17-year-olds would have to get parental consent and could not marry someone more than four years older. 825. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Big weekend in college basketball. Here's Frank. Well, Maryland Terps are going to be an at-large recipient when it comes to the NCAA tournament. Not going to win the Big Ten because they were bounced out in the quarterfinals by Indiana on Friday night. Virginia, though, advances to the ACC finals to meet Duke as UVA waltzes over Clemson. Howard and uh, the Bison taking care of business in the MEAC uh, semifinals, beating Maryland Eastern Shore 74-55. So Howard's one win away from making the NCAA tournament for the first time since 1992. Howard women also advancing to the MEAC finals. NBA Wizards fall to Atlanta 114-107. Bradley Beal had 27 points in the loss. Wiz now five games under 500. They visit the Sixers on Sunday. Bears reportedly trading the number one overall pick in the upcoming NFL draft of the Carolina Panthers in exchange for four draft picks and wide receiver DJ Moore. Nationals set to sign catcher Cabot Ruiz to an eight-year 
$50 million contract extension. I'm Frank Hanrahan, WTOP Sports. Thanks, Frank. As we've been talking about, coming up after traffic and weather, a major bank in California with ties to the Silicon Valley is seized by federal regulators. We'll explain what it all means. It's 826. It's a big world. Eight billion people on 200 million square miles of this planet. But the news you care about most is what happens in and around Washington. That's why we have more.